0: All right, your kiddies are back at school. They got their uh, new backpacks. They got their pencils. They got their pens. They got their uh, their little scribblers, cahiers as we used to call them. Got their binders. And they probably have their smartphone with them. But what is on that smartphone? It's of paramount importance that you take a look at the apps on your kid's smartphone. And this is, you know, for your own peace of mind and also for their protection. We are joined by David Shipley, who is the CEO of Bosron Security and Global News Radio 640 Toronto's tech analyst. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on, as always, David.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So this uh, campaign originated in Sarasota, uh, Florida. Where um, the sheriff's office were worried about uh, the safety of their kids. And apparently uh, the police department in Abbotsford, B.C. has gone on to also take this on upon them to uh, just get people educated about 15 apps parents should know about. I got to tell you, I think I'm pretty tech savvy. Well, as much as I can be, Um, I don't have kids, so I have no skin in the game. But I thought I was uh, pretty well versed on apps. Turns out, not so much. Honestly, out of the 15, I can I, I can honestly say I am familiar with six of them.
1: Yeah, it's a really interesting list. And, you know, there's a couple of different categories, these apps. There's dating apps with potentially proximity-sharing information, so it literally gives away where you are. There are apps that enable you to send messages uh, and hide them, um, and that's uh, apps like uh, uh, Snapchat and others, uh, Kik, Uh, And then there's the really sneaky ones, like this calculator percentage. I had never heard about this one, but police say it's one of several secret apps that can be used to hide photos, videos, files, and browser history. And it's an app in the app store not designated for children, and it absolutely shouldn't be on a kid's phone.
0: Okay, so let's go down the familiar ones. I mean, we've got the WhatsApp, we've got Snapchat, uh, those are the ones that I'm really familiar with. Well, Grindr, um, Bumble. These are these are ones I know about. Um, what's the fear with these apps?
1: Well, the biggest ones, particularly the dating ones that share location information, is um, this could expose um, a child or teenager to real physical harm or threat. And um, what you also need to understand about these apps is people's behavior with computers, mobile phones, devices, when they're in an emotionally aroused state, their judgment's compromised. Even adults are compromised in this state. Children and teens are still learning to handle all these emotions. They're impulsive. They're making decisions without thinking about the context. And so while it's important to have a list of apps and have conversations, the bigger conversation to have with your kids is to talk about these things are not always safe, that there are dangers and risks, and to have the safe internet chat um it seems weird but we're in a whole new generation where it's no longer sufficient for parents to talk about safe intimacy or safe sex you have to talk about safe apps as well
0: that's interesting now when we uh we did bring up dating apps and i'm sure there are people driving in their cars right now thinking well in my kids in you know grade school or high school what the heck would they be doing with a dating app on their phone um and they're age sensitive what do you say to that well,
1: kids are smart, and um, they're smart enough to figure out if I input X age into a uh, registration form, I can fake it. I mean, kids have been creating fake IDs since time immemorial, so um, faking an age um, gateway on an app is pretty low threshold. And there's always that allure, right? Of uh, particularly, I'd say in the um, preteen, teen era uh, age, um, where they're going to dive into this stuff because it's forbidden. So think carefully about this. And the biggest thing is to not teach, uh, treat the smartphone like the television of old where it was, you know, a safe, gated mm-hmm. um, a medium that had controls and sensors um, around it or at least standards. The, um, the Internet is a two-sided sword and it can be a credible um, learning experience and it can be a very painful experience for kids.
0: I could see this one being um, attractive to kids. It's called live.me it's a live streaming video app and it shares videos so that users can find out broadcasters exact location it advertises connections between celebrity users and influencers now that right there is attractive to a kid you know i get to be friends with a celebrity and an influencer Um, but the worry here is that the geolocation can give uh, your kids exact location away
1: yeah that's exactly it you know the these dating apps that are tied to location are extremely dangerous
0: um so
1: think very carefully and even frankly for adults Um, as we think about, you know, uh, risks, you know, putting out your location information, particularly if you're sitting at your home, um, using your smartphone, um, browsing through this stuff, giving away your home location or your school location or your pattern of life. Um, There are, the sad reality that parents have to confront um, is there are a lot of predators out there Mm -hmm. um, and they are smart and sophisticated and creepy and they are going to use these apps to victimize children. And if you are not on your A-game and educating your child, some else could be on their A game to try
0: and harm them. Right and a lot of times they disguise themselves as children. Absolutely
1: and um, you know we've we've seen cases here even in New Brunswick where um, a well-known media personality was trying to use one of these apps while on vacation down south to um, try and solicit an underage child and so um, this happens
0: startlingly a lot. Wow that sounds like quite a story. Um, Let's talk about uh, how you can first educate yourself about the apps. It's pretty simple. You just go to the app store.
1: Absolutely. Reading the um, the terms of service and the uh, descriptions of these apps is incredibly helpful. I would say um, it, there are important gateways or milestones. I would really be reluctant um, to ha- handle a phone over to someone who's under 13 that doesn't have parental restrictions on the apps. You know, if, if they're under 13, you should really be locking down those phones. A lot of parents give phones for safety reasons to kids and others. That's fine. There are lots of parental controls you can use, you know, over a certain age over the 12 and 13 mark, you start to have the conversation about responsible use of technology and phasing on a trust model because you can never keep up with all technology. But if you teach your kid to be smart about technology, you really taught them to protect themselves.
0: David, what about those, you know, I don't know if it's an app, but uh, a friend of mine, we were talking about this, and one of the things that I thought was just horrifying is the fact that they can, they have... uh, got all of their friends on their phone their contacts they can see where they are at all all times like on a map and I always thought I always thought uh, that is just opening somebody up to be feeling pretty bad about the fact that they've been left out of something but it is dangerous how do what am I exactly uh talking about there I know that sounds really vague for me to ask you what I'm talking about but but what technology is that
1: so there's lots of different apps that allow this. For example, Find My Friends can allow you to share your location information with your friends and all that fun stuff. And, we're, and, we, and the intention for a lot of these apps is, isn't malicious. They want to be able to speed people up, uh, coordinating, communicating, meeting up for um, real life experiences, hanging out with your friends. That mm-hmm. makes perfect sense. But I think we need to talk to people about, and particularly children, about their comfort level with persistent surveillance. And privacy, it matters. And because if we teach an entire generation to be cool with everyone knowing where they are all the time, we're going to meet a really dystopian society in 10, 20 years. And so it's okay not to have everyone know where you are all the time. Um, it's okay to have to do a little bit of work to coordinate when you're going to meet and schedule with people, um, that the convenience trade off isn't worth it. And the other thing I would say is that there can be a temptation when we talk about stories like this about the dangers of the internet for parents to install um, software onto kids' phones so they can try track all their messages, track their location, et cetera. I don't actually encourage this because a lot of those apps can be hacked and then you can have someone malicious tracking your child. Secondly, um, if you're teaching your child you don't trust them, there's some pretty big issues you're going to create with your kid. And third, even if they do accept that you track everything, that means when they grow up as adults, they might be cool with police or government tracking everything they do, which they shouldn't be.
0: So what do you do? What's your advice to parents then? Teach your kids. You are,
1: your role as a parent is to help educate and guide your, your child into a successful adult in the world. That now includes a whole digital space that you need to learn about. And, and, and unfortunately, we didn't grow up with a lot of these tools. They've been foisted upon us. Um, so you're going to have to catch up. Um, but if What's you your
0: easiest a- way to catch up? So if I'm a parent that has no idea what's going on with technology and I, I you know, sitting down having a coffee with you, where do I start?
1: Well, the good news is more media stories like this um, are a good place to start. Apps are there. There are also lots of great resources online. So um, the Government of Canada has a CyberSafe program for kids. You can learn about how to protect their mobile phones, how to review apps. Um, but I think having a plan, um, in the same way that you plan out other aspects of your child's life, from their extracurricular activities, planning out how you're going to teach them about technology is there. But I would say this: uh, there is a gap in our schooling system need to do a better job of teaching kids about this in the same way that they're helping parents with issues around safe sex safe computing should be on the curriculum as well
0: is there uh, i guess the major takeaway from this story and the 25 apps you should be aware of on your kid's phone is that there's more to apps than just fun and games
1: Oh, absolutely. And even, even in the apps that you think are fun and games, there can be consequences. So if I could encourage parents to even teach kids how to read the terms of service, oh. because there was a whole bunch of games that were issued to kids that were given for free the parents weren't paying attention to. The terms of service said we gave away the app so we could listen in on your family's television watching habits. Whoa. So yeah, so pay attention to what you install on your phone because free isn't ever free.
0: David, I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for joining us. You're always welcome. Cheers. David Shipley, CEO of Boseron Security, and he is our 640 Toronto Tech Analyst.